Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? What's up, man? How are you doing, Lyle? I'm doing good, man. What's uh, Is this Seth? Yeah, this I am. I am the Seth. Seth Maroney. Um, Seth, how, how are you doing today, man? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I got off work. Work was chill. Thursdays at work don't suck because it's slow. So, but just been hanging out at home. Saw you were live streaming on TikTok. I listen to your podcast when I'm at work all the time. So. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. What do but, you do for work? Uh, so for work, uh, it's not that exciting. I, I work at a freight brokerage, right? So I just deal with uh, like carriers, like I gotta call carriers if something's going somewhere. I gotta make sure they can, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also so, a dinosaur on the weekends, but that's <laughs> I work two jobs. Okay, you. I don't know why you decided to answer this question with the freight job <laughs> and not the dinosaur job. I don't know why you you just. If you, I don't know what we're going to talk about through the duration of this call, but if you walk away with one thing from this interaction, I want it to be that next time somebody asks you what you do, you start with the dinosaur thing, and then on the and then you do freight <laughs> trains. Yeah. On the, okay. You are I'll, a professional dinosaur that. who does the freight shipment on the side, not a freight oh, yeah. who does the dinosaur on the side. You need to know that. Shipping Jurassic trucks, man. <laughs> so. Um, Seth, what do you want to talk about today? Wait, hold on. I'm not. Well, okay, I, I don't so, know why. In the, well, tell me about the dinosaur thing. You want to hear about the dinosaur thing? Fuck yeah, I want to hear about the dinosaur thing. Okay, so I live in Kansas, and there's not a lot of stuff here. So about like seven, no, 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 not that long. About like six years ago, a dinosaur theme park company came here, and they built a dinosaur park in the city right over and i was like i was like hell yeah dude i want to work there so i just like showed up and i applied it was live auditions right and i'm i wasn't like a performer's kid (laughs) so i walked in there because the thing only said be prepared to wear big shoes and i was like easy enough for me i guess i don't know so i walk in there and they had me like doing all this acting and stuff and i like sucked at the acting so they were like you know what we're gonna teach you how to puppeteer the full body dinosaur puppet because you probably look better in that. <laughs> wow. But I love it. It's amazing. This was, it's this like was just the coolest thing ever. The inside of it looks like a spaceship. It's all metal and there's like a headset that you wear to make all the noise. You make all the sounds yourself, but it's voice modulated. So it's like high level puppetry, you know, at a place where people, you know, we never see that stuff. So I, I love it. I love seeing people's reactions to it. Seth, we got to hear some dinosaur noises. Dinosaur noises, man. I'm usually doing a voice modulation, but if you want to, if you want me to give you a little roar real quick, I want a raw roar. Try saying that ten times. You want a raw roar? It's gonna yeah. sound like Garbo, but when I'm inside the suit, I make this noise. 
You know what? I don't even think that needs voice Straight modulation. Up. You don't think that needs voice modulation? <laughs> Wait, okay. What what did dinosaurs they roar? Give me you you do any other you do any other what other noises do dinosaurs make except for roars? Like what what's it what noise does di- what no oh well, this, okay, what noise so does a dinosaur actually, make if it's sad? Like, paleontologists actually have no idea what sounds the dinosaur made, except for like very few like horned dinosaurs. Um, but a T-Rex, I guess, would have made, like, actual echoing noises, but we're going off, you know, the Jurassic Park crap, so, um, but I'd be, like, making little, like, snarls and shit when I'm in there. <laughs> I'll be rocking around, I'll be, <sighs> that sounds ridiculous, but that's what it, I mean, you know, with a voice modulation, man. <laughs> that's awesome. It's crazy. Imagine um, that explaining to a Tinder date, bro. Oh, that'd be the best Tinder date of all time. You showed up in the dinosaur costume. In the dinosaur costume? Dude, the dinosaur costume weighs 100 pounds, and we can't get out of it by ourselves. It weighs 100 pounds? Yeah, it weighs 100 pounds, so you wear it like a a big backpack. I make videos of it on TikTok, and they kind of went good, so I've been posting videos of that, but... It's like, if you ever want to check it out, you can look. I'm not going to plug myself because I feel like that's disrespectful. But you can see the whole inside of it. You wear it like a backpack. It straps in at the waist. You tie your shoes into shoes attached to the T-Rex's legs. And then someone has to get you off a metal rack. And then you're free rooming for like 20 minutes. And is it just you or there's is it a single man costume? Yeah, it's a single man costume, yep. You hold up, so it's split in like two sections, basically. It's the body, right? So the body has to be big enough for a human to like have some like arm room and, you know, room for your head. But then there's a fulcrum point on the inside of like the cage, which is the body, right? That controls all that movement of the neck, but you have to hold the whole head up the whole time. It's like 30 pounds, just neck. You know what I'm imagining is like how tragic it would be Let's say you're on the job in your dinosaur suit, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, nuclear war strikes. Okay? Dude, I thought about that shit. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm about to say. And everyone dies except you because you were shielded right? except me. By, by the magical power of the dinosaur costume. But now you are stuck there. And you have to die slowly. Until the, oh, wow. That sounds great. <laughs> I'll just die a heat stroke, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the name? What's this park? I mean, you don't have to dox yourself too much, but... Um, I probably shouldn't say the name of it because the owner... I mean, not the owner, but my park manager was not too keen on the idea. I was making videos and they were getting like looked at so he thinks i don't do it anymore so i won't plug it but there's two in the united states so it's just one here and then one in another state mm. and did it's you know really easy to find if you just look up dinosaurs or, did, did you know anything about dinosaurs uh before you started this job or you have gotten into them as a result dude i had known not a single thing about dinosaurs but now i'm like it's like all the information they feed you, like it's actual information. It's like um, supposed to be intelligent shows for like young kids. So it like talks about the scientific methods. So you learn about like different bones and fossils and names of dinosaurs and groups of dinosaurs, family. You know what I mean? But I knew nothing. Now I know too much about dinosaurs. <laughs> what can you hit? Can you hit us with like your best dinosaur fact that you would? Um, throw out oh, one man, of the best dinosaur days. fact. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so the the T Rex's arms, right? Most people think that they were like like really small and useless, right? Because they're so small. You know what I mean? But if you look at it in proportion to like everybody thinks they're so small, but if you look at it into proportion of the whole thing, right? Those arms are probably the length of someone who's six feet tall. So they would actually be used for like you know, getting down and like tearing open their prey, but they also could lift up to a thousand pounds, just each little arm. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That would actually be, if you showed up 
to the date in the costume and you spit that fact? You're it. <laughs> Voice modulator on or off, though? Ooh, on. On, yeah, spicy. Do, can you, do you, like, speak to the kids or it's just in sounds? No, so this is, uh, it's just me making dinosaur sounds because they, they tried to make it as realistic as possible, you know? So it, it it's an accurate representation of a juvenile T-Rex is what they, they say. So, I don't know. It looks really sick. I mean, some kids are terrified of it. It gets really scary, but it looks fucking sick. I don't know. Have you ever accidentally Except made a kid cry? my legs show in the puppet, and sometimes people are like, T-Rex don't have four legs, well, so I don't get heat stroke. <laughs> have you ever accidentally no. made a kid cry? Or, I don't know, purposely? I don't know. Oh, dude, all the time. It happens every weekend. And you can't see shit out of that thing, so it helps me, like, tell direction of where the kid is, and then I just egg it on. Like, it sounds fucked up, but you get in the mode, dude. You turn into dinosaur, and you're just thinking, like, er, you know? Wait, so you can, like, hone <laughs> in on one particular kid that you can tell is extra scared and direct your dinosaur noises Exactly, yeah. Them? So, like, they don't tell us not to do this, right? Because what we do is we get the littlest kid for the meat option, right? And they're like, now, uh, with this volunteer he's gonna offer our t-rex a delicious juicy prime right and then they throw like a fake chicken off the stage that's in our hand right and then they raise the kid's arm up and they say human arm and either they start crying at that point or they start crying when the t-rex is like right in front of them but as long as they're crying <laughs> you know you've done your job well exactly yeah <laughs> and i don't get in trouble for it so <laughs> does that like hit does that hit some like part of something inside of you um you know i don't know i just think i'm in the zone i i, I take a lot of stress out through the week because you know my main job is like you know typing all day talking to people so i'm like you know what this is my fun job i'm gonna be a silly guy so i just let out all my anger because the suit it's like a full body workout so you're letting off a lot of steam already you know so I just go for it. But it, it depends. Like if they're too upset or something and they're already freaking out way too much, I won't. But it's like if they're like scared, you know, and maybe they like scream or something, you know, then I'll egg it on a little bit. But sometimes they just don't stop crying. Um, The parents, when the kids are crying, are they like laughing hysterically or are they concerned? Yes, dude. Literally everyone. I haven't had a bad interaction the parent after show ever they always like it's sick bro but their kids are like crying the dad's always for it you know um that's awesome man that's awesome uh do you man so you you learned a lot about dinosaurs doing this and this and this how often are you doing this because you do two jobs how often yeah so i work i work monday through friday my main job and then on just saturday and sunday i work at the dinosaur park and i've been doing that every single week for the last like quite a while (laughs) it's like my workout for the whole week um oh you know what uh seth i also wanted to you you this none of this has anything to do with what you actually texted me to talk about um do you? I know. Do you I'm just a book, bro. To, oh no, no, yeah, no! This is, this is perfect. I was, I was having happy to talk to you about this stuff. Um, you know, reptile, or reptile. <laughs> yeah. So, can I tell everyone what, what you is know that you, that you? Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Do yeah. your fact. I, there's, you know what? There's. I just gotta vent. I, hold on, I gotta vent about this for like a second. There's a fucking one. Sorry. There's a fucking like one second delay between uh, 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 when I talk and you hear me and when you talk and I hear you and it's just results in me fucking talking over the caller just all the time and I don't know how to fix it and I'm sorry if you listen to the podcast all the time and you notice it I don't know how to fix it I'm, I'm not good at tech things I'm not I just want to I'm lazy and I just my own my solution is me my solution to this problem is to complain about it right now and it just bothers the fuck out of me um, and you know, me complaining about it has done absolutely nothing, but, um, 
I don't know. If you call into the show and you're, we're talking, just, I guess, wait a second before saying something. But that's going to make it worse. F- I'll fix it. I'll fix it, Seth. I'll fix it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I believe in See, you. See, I need, I need a dinosaur job. I, I need to vent out my... I need to yell at some kids to vent my frustrations. All right. Let's do it, bro. Pull up. I'll put you in a dinosaur. <laughs> okay, we'll trade. I'll, I'll trade you a gecko suit for a dinosaur suit. Oh, man. The dinosaur. Whew. It's like a Mercedes. It costs like a Mercedes. Seth, it says here that your mom but, stole your identity when you were younger and kept you from your family, and you're about to meet your sister for the first time next weekend. That's this is a left turn from the dinosaur stuff. I know. I feel like it's so hard. Uh, I feel like a hard shift. I hope I'm not killing the vibe. Oh, um, you are but, the vibes. So. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, when I was 18 years old, uh, I, you know, started thinking about moving out, you know, all that stuff, because I was excited to get in the world. You know what I mean? I was ready. I was like head first. Um, but my mom started going like slowly nuts and I was like freaking out. I was like, why, why are you acting like this? Like, what's going on? Well, I had a suspicion, right? And I was like, I was like, okay, I need to look into some stuff. So I started like going through the house, you know, finding stuff with my name on it. And there's like, I saw like credit card bills in my name from like 2007, right? I'm only 22. So how does that make sense? You know what I mean? So I keep going through all this stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm going to download Credit Karma. Shout out Credit Karma for real. Um, But I downloaded my credit report and I found out like this evening, right? This was like two days after I found out because I downloaded my whole credit report and there was a mortgage in my name, the two cars and the fucking in in the front of the house like all this stuff was in my name so i was like okay this is ridiculous so the next day uh i had like school or something um and i stayed home right and i and i searched the whole house and i found all this stuff like five thousand dollar checks like from like 2012 it's like what the fuck so that night i started moving stuff into my bedroom like secretly because I didn't own a lot of stuff and everything I owned could fit in my room. So I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move all my stuff in here and then I'm just going to close the door when I go to school, right? And I did that and then I moved out in the morning before she got up, but she like woke up and started tripping and she like was like, I'm going to call the cops on you. And I was like, I'll call the cops. So I called the cops (laughs) and I was like, can you assist me moving out of my house, please? Um, and then, but the whole time growing up, I was like her little show kid. So she like used me as her iCarly thing. Like, I happen to do all these shows. It's a whole nother wormhole. I won't jump into it. Um, but performing, you know, make my mom happy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she never let me speak to any of my family ever. Like, I knew I had family and it tried to reach out, like, through postcards and stuff, but she never let it happen. So. Years go by, you know, and then I get a message from my sister, right? She's like, hey, this might be weird, but I'm your sister. And then I'm like, what the hell? So she's she's my half-sister, right? So I was never allowed to speak to my family. So my sister hits me up, and she's like, she's like, hey, I'm your sister. This might sound weird. So I get in contact with her, and we start, like, talking and calling. She's like tell me all this crazy stuff because she had like what I had happened to me by my mother but like worse you know um so I'm meeting her for the first time ever next month and I'm very excited because wow, so I've never understood her. family how, and I don't how old, how old is she uh she's like late 30s now okay and you're only 22 oh, okay so she was hmm and you'd never met her before so is she like Never. Was she eight? Was she eighteen before you were? Was she eighteen and out of the house like before you were even born? Yeah, yeah, no, because my mom didn't live where we're at now. She like lived by family and had an ex-husband, and they had her, and then she fled to Kansas. Hmm. And um, oh. yeah, because when you said that you had family, so so growing up, it was just you and your mom. Yep, it was just me and my mom all the time, everywhere. What's your dad's deal? Well, so my dad died when I was four, 
So like we moved here and we lived in the trailer, but then the only, can I tell you this? I don't want to sound like, I don't want this to sound too messed up, but the only well, memory you can tell, I have you can tell me whatever is you being feel up. comfortable telling me uh, on here. Okay, cool. I'm an open book, man. Um, but the only memory I really have of him is him getting zipped up in a body bag. And that's it. Mm. Yeah. So wait, like only four years old. So it was like just me and her the whole entire time. Mm. I really want to say, so I, this is, ugh, uh, does the dinosaur suit kind of feel like a body bag? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it really does. Especially when it's too hot, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, give me out of this thing!" But yeah, um, absolutely. So anyway, um, so it was just you and your mom growing up. Was that like tough? It was kind of like it was kind of bad. I mean, so we grew up poor, right? So we lived on this like rich side of town but we were the one percent poor in this small town um so i mean it did suck you know growing up like that uh but then eventually we moved to the city better paying job and dude it was literally like i had to do everything with her it was crazy like i know people love their moms and i totally get that but like there's an excessive amount <laughs> of i need to be with you all the time 24 7 you know seth i have to say something for a guy who had a severely yeah. fucked up upbringing, you are one of the most well-adjusted people I've talked to on this show. I appreciate that, man. I try. I really do. I just try and, and have a good day every day because I'm tired of bad days. Man. Um, when did – what's your relationship with your mom like now? Oh, dude, I haven't spoken to her since. Like, we don't talk at all. I haven't even, I ran, I saw her at PetSmart like a month ago and I like ran. I was like, nope, not dealing with her crazy ass. Really? And that was the only interaction since then. I didn't talk to her. I saw her through her side eyes. So it's like, Have you like, were mm -hmm. you able to, with, with a lawyer's help or with, you know, credit karma or whatever the fuck it is, like, were you able to, um, fix all this stuff with your identity getting stolen? Yeah, I got it all fixed. I had to work with a, a firm on it. But it's like, if you, you got, like, just be so careful with your identity because it's not a slow process. I mean, it's not a fast process. It's like not. So you'll have, like, if someone steals your identity, you know, and does all this stuff and doesn't pay on it or anything, like, no, it's just not, a, It's it'll just mess everything up. Um, but if you work towards it, you can fix it. So, but it's just a lot of work. And just be careful with your identities out there for real. And you um, got away from your mom at eighteen. Yep. What? And, and she past... didn't. She didn't try to like come looking for me or anything. Thank yeah. God, you know, it was like a straight. It was a hard cutoff. Mm. And these past. But, I like... mean, it did take a minute to adjust to, but <laughs> these past like four years, how have they been for you since since getting away? You know, it's been pretty good. Um, not bad at all. I I, start, I left and started at the Dinosaur Park full-time after this event had happened, right? And I was working there every single day of the week. And, you know, eventually I moved on, got a different job. But And I started my own business for a while. I don't want to talk about what my business was. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a good business, and I was making good money, and I was, like, doing really well for myself. Um, just doing, like, it was, like, artsy stuff. Um, but... I don't know. I think it's been pretty good. I think, you know, I don't have any guidance in this adulting thing, really, but I feel like I'm doing a decent job. I really do. I don't this know. business, I know you said you don't want to talk about it, but do you not want to talk about it? Be when you, uh, uh, the second, here's the thing. When somebody says, I started a business, but I don't want to talk about it, I'm like, okay, they sold drugs. But then you were like, it was an arts Oh, no, no, thing. no. <laughs> yeah, so I made, um, I don't know, dude, a lot of people knew about this. And these people, like, the way this business ended was bad. And I know that sounds crazy, but just, like, you you make so much of something and there's somebody else who makes something, you know, and that person just, like, 
I don't know, they like screw you over. You know what I mean? Like we, I was one of four people making these things and it was like, I was doing great. You know what I mean? And then uh, he started like just trying to slander me and it kind of just, I just dissolved my business and then I got a good paying job, but I don't know. It's a niche community. You know what I mean? I don't want to, just in case. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, fuck, I really, I really want to respect you saying you don't want to talk about it, but I'm so curious what it is. You don't, if, are you afraid that like it's, that the community is going to find that you talked about it on this podcast? Yeah, because it's like these people were literally, okay, so I had customers, right? And I was making these things for these customers all around the world. I did stuff. I've sent stuff to Singapore, to Australia. It's stuff people perform with, you know? Um, that's, uh, yeah, just like stuff people perform with, um, people who are on stage. Um, but I, I was making these and selling them all over the world. And then this guy like started lecturing me about all my stuff. And then he was like, he pulled, this guy's just a kid. He doesn't know, he doesn't know anything yet. And I like, that kind of insulted me. Like, and then it just like, everybody started being like, yeah, we're not going to do business since he's just a kid, all this stuff. I'm like, dude, what? What? Because everybody else who does it is not my age. Everybody else who, who does it is like, they've been to college and they've done all this crazy stuff and they're like good at it through all the experience they've been through. But I don't know. I People like my stuff and I was doing well. But uh, you, know, you know how that is. When there's only four people in a bracket working against each other, I guess. Bro. Ah, man. That's a... Ah, man. Fuck. That's such a bummer, yeah. man. Because like, fuck it's those okay. people, dude. Just... No, 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 no. Because fuck those people, dude. Because you start, you start. I mean, you were your life is from the way that you've told it so far has just been you fighting mm-hmm. monstrous uphill fucking battles and then making something out of absolutely nothing. And you're doing well, and just because you're young, you're still you're a smart fucking guy, and all these pricks are coming after you for no reason. Right. And it's like, I don't know, I still make them, you know, I have private customers that still kept in contact people who I trusted and stuff like that, and, I, and I'll build them things, and they'll, they'll, they'll buy some stuff, and it's like, it's nice, but just, I don't know if I could imagine doing it back on the level I was doing it at, like... Because I would make, dude, I made so many of these things. Like, probably over a thousand. <laughs> They're things people perform with. Ah, you don't have to tell me if you're really that afraid of these guys. I mean, I, these Do you know guys, what it is, bro? Come on. What? If you think hard enough, you will know what it is. They perform with them on a stage. I feel like I, this is like a clue game now. They perform with them on Comedians. a stage. Comedians. That gives oh, okay. away. All right. Yeah. You make microphones. Of those. <laughs> I just want you. Okay, hold on. I just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I'm I, I'm glancing at the chat, which I shouldn't be doing, but everybody was guessing butt plugs, and I was also thinking it would be something sexual, but which is stupid because I, that's. Oh my god. But <laughs> Don't think dude, um, dude, first, there's no fucking way that you're the that the microphone community is that niche. Uh, by the way, the people that make microphones, there's, there's like billion dollar companies that make microphones. They're going after you? Dude, these guys, what, you're saying microphones? Yeah. Are, I'm, no, not microphones, bro. Oh, you didn't get it. You don't know what I'm talking about still. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Funny guy. He's, he's on stage. With their hand. <laughs> comedians? Comedians only use... I mean, are, are you talking about comedians or clowns? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a type of stand-up comedian that puts their hand in something when they're on oh, stage. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Yeah. I feel I feel bad because um, you didn't no, no, talk no, about fine. this and I coaxed You're you good. into telling us... <laughs> It's interesting. But, also, yeah. but, but I guess I'm also doing it because I just like I'm so fucking like, ah, dude. Okay, I guess I feel bad that I coaxed you into explaining what it is. But also like, dude, fuck those people. 
you're a good fucking guy, and you should be able to make puppets if you so damn desire. Hell yeah. Amen, brother. And everyone, listen, look, I, look, I, here's the thing. If the puppet motherfuckers come after you, if the puppet mafia comes after you, the listeners <laughs> of the Therapy Gecko podcast got your back. It, I don't know what that even means. Oh, yeah. I so I shouldn't that. say it, but whatever that means. <laughs> you Bro, said fuck what? the puppet mafia. What do you, Dude, also, the puppet mafia is old pu- rich also, also, all these, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off imagining all these just creepy old guys who make puppets just going after yes. them for no reason. Yeah, so it's, it's okay, it's not the, the soft puppets. It's the traditional hard ones, right, that are sculpted out of clay and, like, mechanized. Not, like, the simple, like, Muppet shit, if that puts it in any, any perspective. Because not a lot of people puppets? make those Like, are you into puppetry yourself? Uh, yeah, I am kind of into puppetry. I think it's pretty hard. That's why I was my mother's show kid for so many years. She was like, oh my god, he has something. Let's milk it. <laughs> mm. So I was doing like stand-up, you know, like night bars when I was like 13 with a puppet. And it was like, how? Why are you really? letting me do this? <laughs> do you, um, wow. okay, so I'm actually curious about this. Um, okay, so you were a show mm-hmm. kid for your mom, which I assume was like not a pleasant upbringing but like i mean these days at at 22 we had to go eat bring a puppet wait what is that every time you had to go eat you had to bring a puppet yeah because that's what i was doing right i was doing that as my like show kid thing oh like to make money to eat or like when you were going out to a restaurant you had to bring a puppet no it was like mandatory i just had to bring a puppet every time because all she wanted was like attention brought you know what i mean so it's like anytime i couldn't even go to like a fast food place in the car bring a puppet like dude get over it (laughs) it sounds so crazy i'm so sorry i know everybody's like dude this is nuts but what why are you so this is one of my favorite calls i've taken in a while don't be sorry what oh hell yeah i just think Um... it sounds so crazy you know what i mean like who I have never ran into this with somebody, you know. <laughs> um, man, it's just weird. Um. Hmm. Oh yes. Okay, I remember what I was going to ask you. So, okay, so obviously, mm. you, this was it was a shitty thing. Your mom making you a show kid and everything, but like to this day, mm. you as a twenty-two year old, and you do do puppetry. That's what you do with your dinosaur thing. Like, do you have an right. independent desire to pursue comedy or puppetry or any of this? Well, see, I did it for like 10 years, like growing up, because I started doing it when I was five and I did it all the way up to like, well, this is going to be more than 10 years probably, but like 18 or, or 17, right, right until I moved out. So I'm like, I want to just do stand up by myself. I feel like I could figure something out because I, I don't know, I've used a puppet for so long. I'm, I want to try something different, you know? You should, man. You should, you should definitely try doing stand up if you want to. Uh, you, I mean, you're in. Let's see. I'm, I'm doxing, so I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't say where you live unless if you want to tell me. Right. Oh, I live in Kansas. You can say that. Someone says. Someone said open for. Ly- I shouldn't read the chat, but someone in the chat said open for Lyle. Yeah, you want to open for me if I come. To <laughs> Get a Lyle puppet going. Bro, if you if you make a ther- if you make a therapy gecko puppet and you have an act, you can absolutely open for me if I if I ever come to Kansas. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'll just show up with it. I'll sit in the front row for you. Perfect. <laughs> Man, so hmm, hmm. I, I still have questions. I still have so many things I want to talk to you about. Um. Did you ever enjoy any of the show life stuff, or was all of it just like a a thing to? No, some of it was really cool. Mom. Like some of the money, like like I usually didn't get to keep the money, but like if it was a special occasion and we did something like important, you know what I mean, and we got like a paycheck for it. Like sometimes I get the money. That was pretty sick. Um, but that was like really my only like motivation, other than hearing like after I do a set with the dummy, it's like all people like reacting a thing you know like clapping stuff like that's like 
that was a great feeling. That was very nice. So I look forward to that. But I don't know, just writing jokes was fun. I used to try and write my own jokes all the time. So. Uh, do you still write jokes? Um, yeah. I, okay, so here, this is recent. Like, I didn't, I haven't done these in a long time, but I've started um, smoking, you know, and then writing some jokes down on my notepad on my phone. I just start thinking, and I'm like, this would be funny. <laughs> so, yeah, but they just closed our one comedy club here. Literally, as I started this, so. <laughs> what can I hear? I know it's awkward to like do stand up in a non stand up setting, but I kind of want to hear one of these jokes. Oh my gosh, I don't have anything ready yet, man. No, you don't want to share a little notebook scribble. We could we could workshop. It. <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> okay, no worries. Uh, what about bar shows, man? You, you ever every every everywhere has wait? Where in Kansas do you live? Uh, I live in like the largest city. Uh, what's the largest? So you don't have to keep giving me personal. I'm sorry, I keep asking for personal information. What's the largest city in Kansas? I was. What's the largest? Does any? What's the largest city in Kansas? I have no idea. Are you googling um, it or are you asking me? I mean, is it people are saying Kansas look, City? Yeah. No, Kansas City isn't in Kansas. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's right smack right. dab in the middle, almost. Okay, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, where if you live in a if you live in the larger city of Kansas, if you go on Facebook and you type the city name and like comedy, you'll find like a like a comedy facebook group usually every big city has like a comedy facebook group that like posts all the open mics and stuff and you can get into the open mic scene you don't necessarily need like a comedy club comedy club you can always find the open mics at like bars and stuff would you ever do something like that oh yeah yeah absolutely i don't know why that didn't connect to my head <laughs> for a couple of times thinking about this you should um, totally but yeah do i guess it, man. There, there is some okay. yeah yeah i mean it's mo there's a lot of musicians here so it's like not not the musicians, not magicians, but musicians. Um, I oh I fucked around doing stand up comedy and going to open mics and getting being in the scene and stuff uh, for like six years before I started doing this, and it was a lot of fun. It's a great way to make friends. It's a great way to get in the community, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, I wanna. I'm definitely gonna look into it because I think I need to. I think it's a good idea. Um, oh, one aspect of this of of your story that I we didn't get to is you're meeting your sister for the very first time next weekend. Yeah, dude, I don't even know what to think about that. She seems really cool. Like we've been talking. I have an Airbnb. I'm going up there, so I'm spending a weekend. And man, I don't even like she like kind of looks like me, and it's like crazy to see someone that kind of looks like you. Um, but I don't know. I'm very excited, but also nervous because I don't understand family feelings. You know what I mean? So it's a whole new world to me. It's like my world just got bigger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hyped. And you were told by her that she experienced something very similar. To yeah. Exactly, yeah. So they didn't have the best relationship either, is what she told me. She's told me some like crazier stuff, like being locked in the closet for hours type stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, this woman's crazy. Um, uh, dude, I'm, 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 yeah, so, I'm, I'm so fascinated by how chill of a guy you are with all this <laughs> horrible shit that you've gone through. Well, I wasn't like this five years ago, man. Dude, I, I literally was like so upset to the point where I had like really bad anger issues. So I, I literally just like started relaxing and doing things that I liked. And I'm just, I don't know, I try to be super chill now. And it's like, it, it's worked for me because I'm not yelling every single day now. You know what I mean? I'm being productive and doing stuff so I don't have a reason to be upset. Mm -hmm. What do you want out of talking to your sister if anything like if if, if the interaction Dude, went perfectly, i just want 
Man, I just want to build the relationship with my sister. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm so young. It's like why not really explore what's out there? Why not see what this family thing is about? And and reach out. So I'm I'm just hoping I get a good friend. You know, a good sister, uh, someone who I can just like talk to a whole bunch of stuff to. Um, I don't know. It's just so new to me. I don't I don't have a person to go tell all my stuff to. So. I mean, I have close friends and stuff, but nothing on like that kind of level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you have do you have friends where you are? Yeah, I have a couple close friends. I'm taking my friend is uh, coming with me to drive to Omaha because I don't want to do all that driving by myself. I get bored. <laughs> so. Oh, so you're bringing a like, friend with go. you to go and visit it's my your friend sister? Of eight years. Yeah, but she's like doing her own thing like that. So that's what we discussed. So she's gonna like go explore Omaha as well, and it's like pretty cool that like not only do i get to experience something she gets to go see whatever she would like to go see yeah she gets to uh explore all there is to do and see in omaha nebraska no they actually have they have a cool aquarium i think i'm pretty sure they're known for having a cool aquarium it's either them or lincoln yeah the zoo or something i was reading that yeah okay yeah go to the i've heard the i've heard good things about the omaha zoo i was i was in Either Omaha or Lincoln. They're like right next to each other, aren't they? Yep, yep. Um Well shit, Seth. What's what what's next for you, man? What's your ultimate what's your goal in life? What do you wanna do with yourself? Man, honestly my goal in life is just to create I don't know. It's like either that being like like I'm super into making videos and I'm super into like building stuff and painting stuff. Like I just I made like 12 <laughs> abstract paintings like over the last couple months and I just hang them up and everything. But I don't know. It's just like doing cool shit like that and like being able to help people. You know what I mean? Just not like helping them in like a therapy way, but like, I don't know. Interactions are a lot with people. You know what I mean? If someone has a good interaction with you, it might brighten up their day. So I just like, I'm really just like trying a whole bunch of different things and, you know, getting my creative hustle out here, making some extra cash from that and maybe it'll go big one day i'm sure it will if i put my mind to it and you get to terrorize a lot of children along the way how exciting oh yeah i want i want to puppeteer the one in universal studios because everybody always thinks that's me it's not (laughs) oh there's oh yeah there's a bit you could take your picture with a big ass dinosaur at uh at universal dressed as like blue i think is what his name is Listen, man, I, here's the thing. I have no pull in the uh, dinosaur puppeteering industry. <laughs> but if I did, no, I'd the be dinosaur like, the guy from the job. Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Um, Seth, man, I'm rooting for you. I, I, I'm really, genuinely, I'm really impressed it's, uh, by, by you, man, because it seems like um, you just grew up. Like, I mean, it just seems like you had to face a lot of, like, totally shit circumstances but nonetheless you're like out here like starting businesses and fucking trying to you know do good in the world and you know you got friends and you got a good life and a good attitude about things and i i'm i'm impressed by that i'm inspired by that and i appreciate that thanks man you have no idea how much that means i really appreciate that uh seth is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go Man, I just, uh, you guys out there, man, like, you're going to do great things in life. Just, you can, you can do whatever you want. You put your mind to it, but I appreciate you having me here and giving me my time. I hope that all you guys out there have a good night. Stay cool. God bless you, Seth. Take care. <laughs> God bless. Love you, man. Bye-bye. The offer's open. I'm being serious. I don't like to prom- I don't like to promise shit that I don't think I can uphold. I'm being serious. If Seth sends me a thing, if I come to Kansas and Seth sends me a DM and he's like, "Hey man, um, I'm gonna uh, I, I I started doing stand up or I started a puppet act and I want to open for you in Kansas. You, I'm I'm in. I'll play this clip before the show." That'd be sick, Seth. If you're hearing this, offers on the table. I'm not. I'm probably not going to come to Kansas until at least 
2024. So you got time. That's all I'm saying. Thanks, Seth. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hey, folks, it's Lyle. I'm going to end this episode with a clip from one of my live shows in Portland, Oregon, where I brought a young man on stage who wanted to talk about how he has an addiction to uh, having sex with managers of various stores, okay? He slept with everyone from uh, the manager of the Target to the Petco to the Dollar Tree, and it's it's a, it's a fascinating tale. You're going to want to listen to this. Uh, if you like what you hear and you want to maybe see this whole thing in person, I am touring all over the East Coast of the United States. I'm in Australia right now doing some shows over there. So if you want to see if I am in your city, you can go to therapygeckotour.com and uh, look there to get tickets to my Gecko live show. So anyway, let's transport ourselves to a little room with 200 people and one gecko live in Portland, Oregon. Okay, Angel, um, you texted in because you wanted to say that you are um, addicted to hooking up with store managers. Yes. yes and I you am. said that you have hooked up with store managers from Dollar Tree to Walmart to Target. Yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> I, it's been an ongoing thing for the last two or three months now. So, yeah. Do you get any, do you get points? <laughs> Actually, they always give me like free like snacks. If I want like gum or something from like the aisles or something. Really? They'll give you free gum in the aisles? Yes. And I all you have to do is fuck them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's after hours, so I can literally walk through an empty store and That's just a... pick out what I want. That's a grocery store hack if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh, I was kind of confused. Like, were you working at a grocery store when when this started happening? Uh, no, no. I just was one day walking with, into first one was Dollar Tree, uh, and a guy hit me up like as I was walking to my car. Uh, it's like, hey, do you want to come back in an hour because they're going to close? And I said, sure. Why not? Yellow. That's awesome. Wait. Yeah. How okay? So how how like did you did, how much did you talk like actually talk to him before he invited you to come see him after the store closed? Uh, I sent two sentences and then some pictures. So you know, there 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 you know language. You don't have to use a lot of words. Language is universal. So you know, and it's, I all, it's so all about co connection. I guess so is a... A language is universal. Are yeah. dick pics universal? Very surprised to hear a woman <laughs> yell yes to that question. I mean, Portland's yeah. a cool town, I guess. Um, yeah. So... Hmm. So where did you, you, what app did you meet him on? Uh, Grindr. Grindr? Yeah. Dude, Grindr? <laughs> like... Grindr seems fucking awesome. Yeah. I saw this one video where someone said they should like rename themselves Fruit by the Foot. Because you get to see where the person is by the feet. It's not like Tinder where someone's like a mile or something away. You see where the person is that wants to hit you up by the foot. For a second, I thought you were talking about their penis size. Oh, no! No. No. Um, no. Do they have, is, that, is that a thing you can put on there, like your penis size? A lot of people do, yeah. This but like, it's, not like a, it's not like a thing where you like tap a drop-down window and, like, are scrolling to... You put it in the bio. You put it in the bio. It's your okay. little picture of someone smiling like this and be like, eight inches uncut. <laughs> the legit, that's how it is. Yeah. Now, Someone um, legit is, like, smiling. Now, what was the first encounter like? You know, it was, it was nice, although he took me to the back where they were still had a bunch of boxes they had to unload, so we had to walk through a maze of boxes to find like his station like in the back and so i kind of felt like i might have was gonna get killed but is that, a, is that a, like a legitimate concern for you mm, not anymore really yeah but wouldn't it suck to die at the dollar tree 
Yeah. Would have been better if it was to die at a Walmart or yeah, you know, something yeah. more fancy. Dude, I yeah. feel like dying at a Bed Bath & Beyond would be kind of sick. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. So um, how was it that you got like addicted to this kind of type? What was it about sleeping with the guy in the back room of the Dollar Tree that made you want to sleep with a guy in the back room of Walmart and then Target and then all these other places? It's just... I don't know. The thrill of it is fun because it's like I mean, there's not really a lot of like danger because it's they're the manager. What, what am I gonna get in trouble with? Has there been any? This is a legitimate question. Yeah. Has there been any like classical conditioning thing going on with you where like when you have to actually go to the grocery store and you like walk by the double doors and you see <laughs> like unpacked boxes, you just like get hard. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. No. That's how. That's yeah. healthy. I do picture though, like going to a new pl- a new grocery store and seeing like if I can peek in the back and think, could I? Really? So wait, have you have you gone to grocery stores just to like scope out the vibe? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's usually when I'm getting groceries. Look, dude, this is, a, this is a safe space yeah. if you yeah. have. It's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like if I got to stop by a grocery store and pick up some cereal, I'll just walk by, like, the the back area. Um, of all the different guys, mm-hmm. which guy was the best sex and what store did he work at? Safeway. Safeway. Dude, you answered that Safeway. so fast. <laughs> so. <laughs> You just sold a lot of Safeway membership cards. <laughs> what was it that made him so good? Uh, it was just so good. It was very... How much how, how do you want me to tell? I, I mean, <laughs> everybody in this city has done way worse. So go, go into detail if you desire. It was just so good because, first of all, like he was great at eating ass. Great. Great. He was literally... There's something there with eating ass. You know how they say eating ass like groceries? Yes! There's something there with that. I don't know what it is. He did eat the booty like groceries. He ate the booty like groceries. Yes. Yes. Okay, so he he ate ass well. What about... Did you connect with him on an emotional level at all? Um, Not really, but like... He was nice. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So, Safeway, he's like the toxic bad boy... That yeah. eats ass well. Yeah. Who's like, of the guys, were there any of them that you felt like there might have been an emotional connection with? There was one in, like, Beaverton, like, a pet store that I went to. And, like... Dude, wait, hold on. How many of these guys have you fucked? Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, which, 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 pet, which pet store? I, I, I don't know. It was, it was like a mom and pop one, so it wasn't a big chain one. But, like, I don't remember. <laughs> you just... You just fucked a guy's son who was working there and not getting paid. He was like, if I'm not getting paid, I'm getting laid. <laughs> no, but like, you know, it's I, I, I've been doing like big chains. I wanted to go down and support my local <laughs> community. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Giving back to the community. Back to the community yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Did um did his did like the family find out that he was like fucking? Were you fucking him in the store? Yeah. Did you fuck all these guys in their stores? I swear to God, yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Was it like? But here's the thing: I feel like of all the different places, a pet store. I mean, the smell. While you're like, it, you're think you're like. It's not often that dog shit is wafting in your face while you're getting head. Yeah, but I mean, like, you just suck it, suck it in and just go for it, you know? Just have a good time. Yeah. What's your... Can I, I want to know a little about your, like, life outside of this. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you do for a living? I work at a bank. Yeah. You ever... Oh, God, no, no, no. What do you mean, oh, no. God, no. no? No, What do you mean, oh, God? So it's no. cool if they do it, but not no. you. Yeah, no. It's, 
Yeah, I'm not the, not the bank, man. Do like, you not the bank? Not the bank. <laughs> what is it about what is it about the bank that makes it more sanctimonious than fucking Target? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Say it again. You're not working with the bank. I appreciate you trying to make sense of this. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Yeah. yeah. You ever like? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something with an ink packing coming, but it's stupid. Like use it as. Loop. What's your ultimate? <laughs> you okay? So you've thought about fucking at the bank enough to make that comment. Oh, the, the, oh, yeah. The vault. Yeah. Fucking in the vault sounds kind of sick. Yeah. Because you could yeah. do it. You could do a little bit. You could do a little bit of like cops and robbers role play. <laughs> Make, Make a deposit. deposit. Yeah. Come deposit. Come deposit. Yes. yes. This is this is this is why I do this. <laughs> All right. What's your what's your ultimate dream in life? My ultimate dream is to just know that I left a good mark on the world. <laughs> Sounds like you sure did. <laughs> hmm. What's your name again? Angel. Angel. Does anyone in the crowd have any questions for Angel? Anyone at all? This, this, none of this is sparking curiosity in any of you? You, sir. What's the next? Oh, oh yeah, next good, good. Score. Yeah, what's, your, what's, what's, like, what's the big score? Macy's. Macy's. No, actually, you know what? We should Costco. We gotta do Costco. Really? Everything. Every, hey, really? everything's super large. You know, you get super sized. So yeah, my, you know, Costco. You're thinking the logic is that the guys at Costco have big dicks? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. What now? What? <laughs> what? What does that say about the guys at Dollar Tree? Yo, what's that say about the guys at the pet store? Oh, fuck. oh God! I hope you didn't see that. <laughs> any other any other questions for Angel? Yeah. <laughs> Are we about to erect a national monument of where you fuck the guy at the safe? Which you don't have to you don't have to say which safe. Okay. okay. Uh, anyone? Yeah. You? Yes, you. Some. Yes, you. Raising your hand. Has some dude? Has somebody ever? Fucked you so badly that you had to ask to speak to their manager. <laughs> I guess pro. Well, they are the manager, so like, it's the managers. They, they have the store keys and they let me in. So it's always a manager. Well, except the pet store, dude. But it's a mom and pop shop, so. So you would say you're attracted to power. <laughs> You know that that's actually a good point. Yeah, there's something hot about a set yeah. of keys. Yeah, just keys. Yes, you. Ooh. If I have, I don't know about it. <laughs> I mean, we usually go to like the back office, or like they got like they know where the cameras are, so it's like the corner where like it's a blind spot. So I haven't been caught yet. Does it? Uh, yes. serious, serious question. Does yes. it concern you at all? Yes. That the people who you're yes. fucking in these stores yes. have done it enough that they have a spot where they know the cameras can't see them. No. You're fucking cool, man. I like you. <laughs> Give it up for Angel, everybody. Is there anything else you want to say to the people of Portland before we go? Are there any managers in here tonight? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 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 I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're just kidding. I'm just kidding. Unless. Go for Angel one more time. Thank you, ma'am. Angel. 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 Angel, give it up for Angel, everybody, one more time.
Who's who's horny? 